Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Craig of Canada. And I'm Magooch, and we're here to remind you that Hearthstone is a game, and games are supposed to be fun. Today, we are lucky to have Craig of Canada joining us. Craig, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the game and why you are famous? Well, I got into the game from uh, from being uh, forced into it by my roommate at the time, maybe four years ago, whenever Blackrock Mountain was coming out, he's like, oh, you got to come play it. I played World of Warcraft and I played Magic the Gathering. So I said, ah, let's do it. And basically fell in love with the game, started my own podcast eventually called uh, Into the Wild, the first exclusive Wild Hearthstone podcast on the information superhighway. Uh, (laughs) I gave that up, passed it on to my man, Saucy Mailman. And now I'm here guesting on your show because I still have that itching desire to do a podcast once in a while it's fun right and i uh, i'm impressed your roommate got you to play i have tried multiple times to force my wife to play the game and she <laughs> just like looks at me like i'm just an idiot and then just like walks out of the room she's like i don't i don't i don't want to know what you're, what you're doing she says it's like okay no i get it i played you gotta remember i played magic that, that's yep. a really good segue in yeah oh, we both played magic as well and i think yep. magooch you still play magic i uh, a little bit here and there. I mostly just work on my cube and try and make myself sell some of my older cards, which I'm not, <laughs> not doing very good at. I played it in high school until they told us we could no longer play magic in the in uh, the lunchroom because it was magic and magic was evil. Hello, old friend. Let's meet for tea after the match, shall we? It is time for Tea with Finley. This is the part of the show where we talk about what we did this week in Hearthstone. You want to get us started, Magooch? Sure. Um, I played way too much of this Tower Raw. I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, uh, hold there's... on. You have to remind me. Which Tavern Brawl was this? Uh, this is the Zephyrus Three Wishes one. So you start oh. with a zero mana uh, a spell, but it's Zephyrus. Uh, wish for the perfect card. It shuffles in an additional one, and you get a total of three throughout the game. Uh, I, I've seen so many people wish on turn one when that just doesn't make sense to me because you, you don't have a board, you don't know what you're doing, and it's such a huge resource you're potentially giving up. Well, um, I assume like they did what I did the first game, which was not bother to read the card, and then just thought, oh, look, this I play this wish, and then it shuffles it into my deck, not thinking that it's puts one in your hand as well because who reads the entire card so i i read that oh it puts one in my deck so i played it and i'm like why is it offering me two drops and then and then i realized <laughs> why and felt stupid conceded and then uh played it the right way and then promptly forgot about the brawl to be fair i definitely had some hands that were like all four and five drops so it was a perfectly reasonable play turn one or two just to try and stay on curve um didn't the wish go back into your deck once you played it though yeah, yes. so it says the first one says shuffle a second wish into your deck, and then when you draw that, it's shuffle a third wish into your deck, and then okay. the third one doesn't do anything. My my opponent conceded on turn three, and I never played it again, so I only ever casted one wish. Yeah, I'm that same way. With, uh, I'm I'm willing to give quick concedes and get the free uh, pack to whoever whoever I was playing against. Like, if I'm not going to win quickly, like, let's just move on. We'll play another one and see if I can win quickly. <laughs> Uh, I, I was actually messing around with uh, Mech Hunter in Wilds because I had dailies for uh, Hunter cards on EU and on Asia. So I was like, I'll just queue up um, some crappy versions. And I forgot how fun even a bad version of that deck is. Mech Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's wild. Mech Hunter right is now. disgusting. I'm sure it's crazy. Well, it's wild, right? It's the whole point. Right. It's my understanding, at least. 
Um, how about you, Craig? Uh, this week I've been playing Quest Hunter almost exclusively. My list isn't nice. the updated list, but oh, it's so much fun, dude. It, like, I got up to rank <laughs> uh, rank one with it, and I loved it. Like players, especially in the early part of the week, players didn't really know how to play around it. They weren't sure what they were doing, so I got to rank one. But once I hit rank one, it got really tough to win games against priests specifically. And even Quest Shaman was pretty good about playing uh, playing around Unleash the Hounds and whatnot. But the deck's super cool. You can get 14 damage burst on an empty board with uh, Leroy and Unleash the Hounds plus hero power. I loved the deck. And then in Wild, I played a little bit of uh, Zip Zap Snip Snap uh, OTK Warlock up to uh, rank 4. And I'm hoping to climb a little more in Wild, but... My goal is to hit Legend in Standard for the first time. I've never done it. I really want to. I've hit Legend in Wild, so I'd like to to make it so that I've done both. But we'll see how the rest of the month goes. I'm down to rank three now, so it doesn't feel as promising. God, I would love to do. I've never hit it in Standard either, and I think I'm at like 11 in Standard right now. <laughs> One day. I was yeah. feeling pretty good this week with I was playing... What was I playing? Oh, mm, Aggro Warrior. I was playing Aggro Warrior. And it was on like a 10-game winning streak with Aggro Warrior. And got, uh, I was like knocking on the door of rank 3. And then I lost, and I lost, and I lost, and I lost. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed for the night. Woke up the next morning. I was like, okay, I'm going to play some Highlander Hunter. Supposed to be good. <laughs> lost all the way down to rank 4. <laughs> oh, that's so that's where, that's where I started today. Was I went to bed last night, and I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. Uh, but, uh, played a little bit at my uh, dad's house this afternoon, uh, on my phone. Cause he had to get like a, a steroid shot in his neck for, he has like super bad neck pain. So I had to drive him to and from that. So I played a little bit of the quest we're going to talk about today and one pretty well. So I'm again, knocking on the door of rank four, at least. So I'm at least feeling like I'm a competent hearthstone player. How about your, uh, your competitive uh yeah, so competitive was has been not great. It was I was spending like a million bucks when I lost my aspirant series match last week against Hockey Boys. So I lost uh two to one and it was easily my best Hearthstone in a while. Like I played really, really well. Found a win with Reno Mage against Quest Druid, had lost the board on turn eight or nine, and then dropped the Tortalan whatever whatever that finds you a awesome card. Tortolan Pilgrim is an 8-mana 5-5 with battle cry. Discover a copy of a spell in your deck and cast it with random targets. Random, kind of like the words that come out of your mouth when you are trying to come up with the name of a and Hearthstone card. And it found me Yogbox, which nice. was one of those great moments in Hearthstone where the fun play and the right play were the same play. So played <laughs> Yogbox, totally destroyed Hockey's board, gave me a couple of secrets, gave me a board, and then I was able to win from there on out. Second match was my Druid versus Combo Priest. We all know how that turns out. It's just Combo Priest just absolutely wrecked. I should not have queued my my uh, Druid. I just forgot that he brought Priest. It was just it was just a complete bonehead move. And then I lost in the third match. I don't remember what we had played, but it was I pl- oh it was Control Warrior versus Quest Druid. And my line of play was just to play super aggressive with my uh, control warrior. Like I had snip snap, I had mech into mech into mech. And so I had one giant mech with snip snap with uh, the one three, that the one drop one three. 
And then with Zilliax, and I was punching him in the face with that, hoping for like a turn five or six lethal. And I was one turn away from lethal, turn six, he had the heal, then he had the heal again, and that was the end of the game. So I was I was a turn away from, from uh, winning two to one with like a super aggressive line with uh, Control Warrior. Didn't get there, but it was super fun. Oh, All right, fun. it's time to enjoy a tasty Naga sandwich. Taste my blades! The Naga sandwich is the compliment sandwich of entrees. It is two good ingredients, sandwiching a not-so-good ingredient. What is your first good ingredient, Magooch? All right, so this might be an unpopular opinion, but my first good is change to discover. Oh, no, that's that's a real good first good. Yeah, I well, I, for, for some people it is. I know it's not going to be... Uh, um, unanimous uh flunky is like the new stonehill defender discovers itself and uh with class bonuses getting our uh our megadillo is just blah you know we all, have, we all have ptsd from um out of my jungle always pulling tarum or Tyrion or itself in paladin and uh wild taunt warriors playing both of the or was playing both of those. <laughs> um no thanks and there's, I mean, there's already a decent drop in power level in Discover in Wild just due to the size of the card pool. So I don't think this is going to hurt Wild that much. Uh, we're going from like a, a four times rate to a one time rate for class um, class minions in Discover. Yeah, but... in Wild, the only time, the only card that's really getting affected by it is Stone's Hill Defender and Paladin, I guess. Yeah. Is, like, that's really it. And then maybe... Power of Creation and Mage is like the only card that gets a buff because Mage minions are so bad. Yeah, yes. yeah, and that's cool. I I like that um that change because that's that's a cool spell, Power of Creation, and and uh, I always feel like I cast it and I get meh, you know. Yeah, I mean, but usually you're gonna um, get meh, especially when it had the you know up until recently it had the uh made the buff for Mage cards and who said Mage minions were pretty garbage, so. But there's a fairly even split of Discover cards in Standard and Wild. Um, there's 34 cards in Standard, and I was surprised that there's only 31 in Wild. And there's a list in the show notes. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but there's a bunch of special case cards, things like Secret Plan or Stolen Steel or Stitch Tracker that don't operate the same way other Discover things do. They discover a specific thing like a weapon or a minion in your deck or a spell in your deck or Madame Lazul, a spell in your opponent's hand. So it's not, you know, a, a 100% change to everything Discover, but I, I think it's a nice place to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Maybe totally stop agree. that odd pally always getting Tarum, because that's just, uh, it still happens. Ugh. It's I me. Mean, it's honestly, that kind of stuff is the reason I stay out of wild half the time. It's like, I'm happy to watch some cards rotate and the thought of like going back and just like playing against, you know, Stonehill Defender. It's like not, you know, I'm still not over it. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your uh, first good ingredient, Craig? Oh, my first good ingredient is just the meta in general, specifically the standard meta right now is, uh, I love it. Just it's slow, but like, it's not that it's slow, but like, it's not too fast. Like you have like that diversity between fast and slow decks and the quests in general are just so, they, you guys spoke to it a lot last week, I believe, but like it, they're implemented really well. I love the, the way that the games changed around quest druid or quest hunter and like there's just so many different ways to attack the meta right now and it's at least for me it's like a brewer's paradise because no <laughs> one's uh you know what i mean there's no tier yep. one deck yet which is a good and a bad thing in my opinion but 
when it comes to being able to brew these cool new decks like i just love it and that's my first good ingredient yeah i think priest is definitely there but that kind of goes right into my first good ingredient which is uh well played on team five for making that proactive change to extra arms because i would say probably the tier one deck right now is is combo priest and if they had extra arms on two still, it would be a pretty garbage meta, I would think. I mean, I would say like probably mid-range shaman levels of just you're either playing that deck or you're kind of frustrated by that deck. And by that, just like acting real quick and saying, you know, nope, we're going to make it, we're going to revert this back to three mana. I feel like they at least slowed down the kind of oppressiveness that priest could become. Uh, I don't even feel that it's necessarily there. It's really hard to beat it, especially with like control warrior kind of hopping in and out of the meta, but there's not so much of it where you just like have this visceral hate for, for um, the combo priest right now, which I, I really appreciate their, you know, the proactive moves there. So, and what's your uh, not so good ingredient Magooch? Well, this stems from my good, and also uh, I threw it in there before we decided to elaborate on this uh, later. But um, simply put, it's the inevitable wave of whining and refund begging that's going to uh, populate Reddit and some other forums uh, because of this change to Discover. But we'll get into that more detailed later. Um, how about how about you, Craig? What's your uh, not so good? So my not so good ingredient is that the latter doesn't matter right now like it hasn't mattered for a while and like in the sense that no one like there's no points there's no way to get into worlds and whatnot with the ladder so it's kind of bumming me out that uh that the really really good players aren't playing and even though it is keeping the meta undiscovered i don't necessarily think that's a good thing i think that they could we'd really do well having people come in and show us how to destroy uh inner fire priest and how what the best deck really is because i personally don't think that inner fire priest is the best deck and i don't think we necessarily know what the best deck is and i just feel like it would get a lot better if uh if the ladder mattered again and on a little sneaky side uh not so good ingredient secret mage being the best deck in wild is what's keeping me uh, out of wild right now so i'm just gonna whine there real quick yeah, there is nothing more annoying than an oppressive secret based deck uh um yeah I'll, just, I'll back you up there but i i agree yeah. with the ladder not mattering thing being kind of strange and weird right like your entire game is based around the ladder to have that not matter in the competitive game scene just seems strange to me i, I don't really understand why they made that. I mean, I understand why they made that decision because there was a bunch of whining about having to stay up till 2 a.m. on the 31st or 30th of every month. I get that. I they try to make it a quality of life change. Uh, but like some of the real great ladder grinders getting left out of the competitive game, like like pizza or you know, cosplay grill, right? It's just like uh, Asmodai. But uh, yeah. it's like, I mean, they are like, those are some of the best players in Hearthstone, right? And they made their name on the ladder. They still play. That's what they do. They're just ladder grinders. And to have them not be part of the competitive scene is, it seems weird to me. So I, I back you up there hundred percent. Yeah. These are like high profile faces that would be great draws, um, you know, and I'm, I'm sure they do well enough streaming on ladder, but to have it not matter and have it be something that they could um, aspire to after that and move on and, you know, be part of a showcase is, is kind of like a wasted opportunity. Agree. 
So my not so good ingredient is Hearthstone adjacent. It's a WoW Classic. I don't get it. I, I mean, I really just don't understand like WoW Classic. I I played vanilla WoW. Um, played vanilla WoW, played Burning Crusade, played Wrath of the Lich King, uh, raided on a pretty competitive raiding guild. Uh, my friends list is completely dominated by people playing WoW Classic, and it just seems bizarre. Like it's a thing that's been done and done. Like the like like the weird like internet flex of like the world first on Rag. The world first on Rag happened like like a decade and a half ago. Like. What you did is nothing new. It was nothing impressive. It was just you grinded the quickest and you kind of remembered how to get there the fastest. Like, congratulations, question mark? I, I don't, I, I mean. I mean, without going too deep off the rails, you know, it's it's kind of like the world is so depressing and garbage right now that, you know, you got to have that feel-good nostalgia and get back into like, the better It wasn't fun times. nostalgia, though. Back like, in did, the day. Did, did well, you ever I play mean, Vanilla WoW? No, I've never played WoW at all. 40-man raids I are awful. With, people who are you know setting up their queues remotely so they can play by the time they get home because they're still queuing and that just blows my mind it seems like if i had to wait if every day playing hearthstone was like those old release days when you're like all tables will full wait 38 minutes like i would just never play the game again yeah (laughs) if that was every day i don't understand it but and maybe because I did play it when it first came out, I have no like real desire to go back and relive it because it's not real all happy memories for me, right? Because it's like a lot of it's just frustration. Like the quality of life changes that they made for Burning Crusade were great changes. Like my still my favorite raid is Karazhan, the first ten man raid they had. Being able to be able to raid without having to get forty people together is just amazing. So, you know, I. I sort of get it, I guess, but then I'm also like, boy, I just don't understand why people are loving this so much. But I don't know it's not Hearthstone related, so it's a weird, not so good, but classic WoW. I mean, it's a little Hearthstone related because like the game does just look like a giant ripoff of Hearthstone to me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. I agree, 100. percent Like it's just Hearthstone the MMO. Like if you play the original, if you. All right, <laughs> what's your best good, Magooch? Um two super sweet card backs we're getting three the third one's okay but the titanic tasks for the normal um run of tombs of terror and dark moon for october are awesome card backs look really sweet um i've had random equipped since that was available but i i would tag these on on a deck for sure because they're super cool looking i'm a pretty dedicated cupcake card back man myself uh but the uh the one for next month looks amazing and I might have to switch over to that. So I agree with you there. It's part of a completionist thing, you know, like I don't, I don't change them all all that often. And there's a bunch of ones that I'm just not super jazzed about, but these two are so cool. (laughs) Do you have the card back from every season you played? Since I started playing, I'm pretty sure I do. Wow. I have that like good chunk in there where I took my break just to stay sane, but I might be missing one or two, but then there's ones, you know, of course it's the ones that you can't get anymore. Like the, uh, the first Pandaren, um, Chinese new year one, the land. Yeah. Like, I really want that one. I think that looks so cool. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. How about you, Craig? What's your best good? Well, I'm late on this one, but I have to say, uh, the Barnes nerf is one of the best things that I think happened in wild in a very, very long time. And I didn't even hate Barnes, but. It's just nice to that they threw us a bone. And <laughs> yeah, and I hear a lot of people say like, 
oh, this nerf does nothing. It just whatever. Like, no, it does a lot. Like, it, it means that those odd paladins can get you before you get a chance to get barns out and those secret mages can really smash you before you get a get the chance so i think that it's a good nerf is it a perfect nerf probably not was there other ways to do it yes but putting it to five mana was like thanks guys like since naga sea witch that's the second like what that's the second nerf that we've ever gotten in wild so it was nice to see and uh, i appreciated it from blizzard yeah i appreciated the 1600 dust so yeah same here (laughs) i did i did keep mine but we know i'm i'm a whale but yeah um, it might do stuff later but i like that it's a step we'll see if it's uh, far enough but also now we'll get to see if vargoth is really that much worse in big priest um i know there's that we're running without it but also blew open the meta a bit there's seen so oh i mean if vargoth's like oh better like um more powerful because getting like resing two that bring back three more and then you've just got an endless wall of vargoth um, yeah i was gross. playing i've been playing vargoth and big priest since the day it came out personally so i would continue doing so yeah it's, it's definitely disgusting uh but yeah it, it opened things up a bit i've seen so many more diverse decks in wild in the past i mean in the past few months also but since this it just seems like it's got a much better flow and things are kind of changing all the time with it aside from you know the oppressive secret mage at the time yeah speaking of vargoth i was playing on ladder last night and i ran into my first big paladin i'm not sure if you have run into a big paladin yet uh i was on discord with matted arms and he can attest i kind of lost my mind like it had been a while since i got that frustrated against like playing against a deck this guy, he called to arms on three into Vargoth on four from the call to arms. So it was a four, eight Vargoth. I had the control of the board, couldn't clear it. it had like two or three uh, health left on it into duel, into duel, pulled out my, um, now the, the three, two genie. Why am I blanking on his name? Zephyrus. Zephyrus. Thank you. Uh, pulled my Zephyrus, then pulled his Tyrion. <laughs> I was just oh. lost my freaking, I was just done i was so angry i just lost my cool playing against that deck i think it just i set me up for frustration for the rest of the night but it had been a while since i kind of lost my cool like that and i completely just i was like yelling at i wasn't yelling i was saying unkind words to the computer as if it could hear me <laughs> and it's just it was Sometimes when you get hosed by just a completely random deck, you just got to be like, okay, that's enough for tonight. Well, yeah, usually I'm like, yeah, way to go. That was awesome. But like yesterday, I was just not in the mood. I was tired. So it was just like, I, was, I just lost my cool. Usually I'm like, way to go. That's awesome. But did not happen last night. So I just imagine you yelling at your computer and Thralamek is just crying in your computer. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take it on us later. <laughs> he will. Tears of that rage. I don't even know. Uh, I lost track of where I was. That was a crazy aside. Um, well, yeah, uh, that's good. So, all right, cool. Yeah. We are three filthy casuals. One day, I'll be a real knight. So each week, we're going to roll a d20, pick a rank from 1 to 20, and talk about the meta at that rank. This week, I rolled an 18, which means we get to talk about the rank 18 meta, which is exactly kind of what you would expect. Uh, tier 1 is Murloc Paladin at 61%, Token Druid at 60%, 
and Highlander Hunter at 60.56%. So just below Token Druid at 60.71%. The Token Druid build I thought was just kind of super cool. So I'd like, let's talk about this specific Token Druid that uh, HS Replay was kind of touting as like the most popular slash best Token Druid at like this part of the meta. Can you read through the deck list for me, Magooch? Yeah, all right. So we got uh, two Acorn Bearer, two Mecharoo, two Dreamway Guardians, two Power of the Wild, two Bees, two Blessing of the Ancient, two Landscaping, two Savage Roar, Snip Snap, two Garden Gnome. I don't even know what that does. Two Soul of the Forest, two Anubisath Defender, two Force of Nature, Overflow, two Forest Aid, two Mulch Muncher. Well, Magooch, I'll tell you. That Garden Gnome is the card that makes this deck. It's the best. Well, okay, Mulch Muncher. Is that the yes. one that discuss? No. No, Mulch Muncher is a four mana, two, three, that if you're holding a spell that costs five or more in your hand, you get two, two mana, two, two treants. That's a lot of twos. Gnome, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's what muncher. I said. Oh, we were talking about mulch. I, I was saying those two cards make the deck is mm, mulch mm-hmm. marcher and garden gnome, and obviously they combo well together. But yeah, garden gnome. I think without garden gnome, this deck doesn't exist, and without mulch mulch without mulch mulder, I can't say it. That card <laughs> makes this deck tick as well. Those That's two cards what, together are uh, great. the eight eight not giant that gets what rush or or cheaper. Yep. What does it yep. do? So it gets cheaper with each treant that dies, and so the whole deck is basically treants, right? So you have landscaping, which summons two treants. Uh, you have soul of the forest, which makes tre- like the death rattle that adds treants. You have garden gnome that creates two treants. You get force of nature, like. Force of Nature, Force of Nature, creates three <laughs> Treants that don't rush. Um, and then Forest Aid, which I think is still a bonkers good card against any sort of control right, deck. the Twin Spell one. Right. Yeah, the Twin Spell. And then I think the sneakiest best card in this deck is Overflow. Because by the time you get to turn you know, five, six, seven, you're running out of stuff. And if you have Overflow in your hand... Usually you haven't got that much face damage in yet, so you just cast Overflow, refill your entire hand, and then you just have a whole bunch of gas to kind of get to the end game. Yeah, I'm really hoping Druid gets a little bit more uh, tools in the beginning of the game again. Like in the next expansion, I would love a good one drop because right now we don't have a good one drop. We don't have a good two drop. Like Acorn is not. It's okay, but it's not good. You know what I mean? It's not It's not tempo good. It's some value, but like I can't wait until we get something like uh what was enchanted raven or haunted creep or something along those right. lines and i yeah. imagine we will if i think dreamway guardians is kind of haunted cre- creeper-esque though right two one twos on turn two is pretty good yeah that is good i i it's not sticky though you know like yeah. I, I i want sticky yeah. i want to play acorn bear with like um Oh, banana vendor, whatever it's called, banana something. Oh and, yeah, the um, two two questing two. adventure or something like that. But you know, it's that's not going to be a good deck, but it would be fun. Yeah. It would be fun. Would be bad though. But uh, so I <laughs> took this on the ladder and actually did really really well with it. Went four and one. Um, I went and looked later at the uh, statistics on HS replay to see what they were saying. Token Druid had against the decks I was beating, and so I was able to beat Quest Shaman a couple times, beat Zoo once. Uh, and then beat a control warrior who conceded on like turn six or seven when I had them like thoroughly beat. But uh, apparently the zoo matchup is supposed to be bad. So is the the uh, quest shaman. So I'm not sure if I just like high rolled in those or 
if they just I think maybe they mold wrong, but because they thought I was quest druid. But I, well, I found the matchup to not be terribly. You had to like play your cards right. Like you had to feel be like confident. You could keep on going all in, all in, all in. Because the minute you try to like sit back, you're just you're just done. You have to keep refilling the board. You have to keep making two twos. Yeah, I from my experience, I lost every game I played against Quest Shaman. I do think that you got a little not to be rude, but I think you got a little lucky because you got they have so many counters to you between yeah. uh, the elemental that's a two two for two that gives you that deals one damage to your board. They got mind control tech that you have to play into, and mm-hmm. they have uh, the rush guy who costs zero against your deck. Mm-hmm. The three four so Mogu cultist. Oh no, no, it's not. Mogu flash shaper is a seven mana three four with rush that costs one less for each minion on the battlefield. Mogu cultist is a one mana one one with battle cry. If your board is full of Mogu cultists, sacrifice them and summon Highkeeper Ra. So, just because they are both Mogu, they look the same to you. Might want to check your privilege there, Craig. Uh, anyway, I think that's. <laughs> I think it's a really poor matchup for me anyway, but they will always mulligan wronger against you, and that's what's good about this deck. It's definitely weaker than other decks in the meta, but they will never mulligan correctly against you. Yeah. But, and yeah, for, no, for, I, I fully expect I probably high-rolled. I'm not – I'm that's how I win most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> for, and for mulligans in this deck, I think uh, mostly you want to be keeping landscaping – Garden gnomes, uh, acorns, and mecaroos, I would say, are the main the main four. Yeah, get, gre- yeah. get greedy if you have acorn bearer and mecaroo in your hand. I think you can keep uh, keep landscaping. I think you can keep garden gnome. If you don't have, have that, just full mulligan for those one drops. Because if you don't win the board right away, I feel like it's hard to kind of... It makes oh, it more difficult know. to get back. But I maybe that's why I was losing. But I'm always keeping Garden Gnome in this in this uh, in this deck. I think it's too good. Like on turn four, you're gonna come right back on the board. Yeah, but it's maybe a super that's good why card. I was losing. Yeah, I mean it's I mean Garden Gnome's as good as that, um, or nearly as good as that Hunter Quest, the hi- double hyenas oh, and the, the hyena Mama alpha. Hyena. I mean, it's almost that good or better almost. I mean, it's very similar cards, so. Yeah, it's le- it's less statted, barely, but it's a w- easier condition to fulfill, so it's it's yeah. pretty close. So it's two two twos and a 2-3 versus two two twos and a 3-3, three, three, right? Yeah, but you don't yep. need to do anything. Hyena, al- isn't Hyena except Alpha for a 4-3? What? Isn't Hyena Alpha a 4-3? I think no, it's a 3-3. Three, three. Three. It's three, yeah. Three? Oh, okay. yeah, I've lost That's a lot a- with Highlander Hunter lately, so it's pretty much a 3-3. <laughs> three, three. Yeah, it's a 4-mana 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do. So something interesting before we move on is we've, uh, as we've been doing these for a few weeks, we're kind of seeing some homogenization of the decks that appear in here, but moving throughout the ranks that the win rates, up, you know, obviously they're going to be different, but that they're so drastically different. We talked about this. It was a slightly different build of this token druid, but it was the bottom of tier two at mm-hmm. like a flat 50%. And that was, was that the week we were at rank six or 12? It was. I don't have any recollection. Yeah. My, rank six was the one where we had the all the rank twos, right, or all the tier twos. Uh, we had a bunch of them for a couple of weeks, but it, but it is interesting seeing like you know the the Murloc Paladin and then the Hunter. We also we've also had like so many flavors of Hunter. There's Highlander, Mech, um, Quest. Quest. Mm-hmm. I but. think the the big reason I picked this deck in the first place was because it was going to be so cheap. I'm like, if you're at rank 18 and you're trying to climb, or you're at rank, you know, 16, 17, 15, something like that, 
and you're trying to climb, you don't have to play like a super expensive deck. Because I mean, when I started playing, there were a lot more cheap decks than there are now. Like the number of legendaries we put in a decks now is just bonkers. Um, but yeah, like the only legendary warrior was the one that was always like uh, oh, yeah. massively expensive. And then yeah. like Quest Druid now, the number of legendaries that play in Quest Druid and don't even blink at is bonkers. It's insane. But um, the only the only legendary that this deck is playing is Snip Snap. And if you're a new player and you don't have Snip Snap, you can replace it. Like Snip yeah. Snap, it's it's good. I mean, it's still a really good three drop. It's a two three. That if you play it later in the game, you can play kind of token it out a little bit with a solid death rattle, but it's replaceable. Like you don't have to play with Snip Snap in this deck. So it's just a only two epics. It's just a legitimately cheap deck that you can play and climb with and get pretty good at playing. So and it's a lot of fun to play. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The only deck I can think of that's like even close to as cheap as this is Inner Fire Priest, and like you don't want to play Inner Fire Priest all the time. I think in a pri- under fire priest, the only legendary or the only legendary it plays is high priest, and then the only epic it plays is psycho pump. And I just realized that you said if you don't have snip snap, like, is there people that don't have snip snap or yes, yeah, yeah, there it, is. We we had a segment a few weeks ago that that was not one of the cards. Like you can you can buy an old gods pack somehow, and you'll still get Cthulhu, but you don't get snip snap free anymore. Yep. Okay, so, so it was if you're just a new player, free. It was just free during that like rise of the mech special month or whatever that was. That three week period of time in like July ish. Um, so I'm when, I'm so lucky. I took a break like right after that. Yeah, so I would not have got snips. <laughs> yeah, so you get the golden snip snap if you logged in at any time there, and then if you didn't, you can still craft snip snap, but you only can craft him as non golden. Gotcha. And you can also get them from Boomsday packs. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay, but who wants? Yeah, he was buying to the set, packs. and that was the special. Well, um, I mean, Matt did, I did <laughs> after the nerfs. Well, I dusted, you know, I dusted Luna's and boom. But when I was like, all right, I'll dust, I'll dust Pocket Galaxy and I'll dust Boom, and I've got you know eight hundred gold. Like I'll buy five or six packs and I open another Luna's. So you know, extra <laughs> it's dust called winning. Yeah, I kept Luna's. And I don't regret it, but I'm starting to maybe regret it. I kept the second one, and it better. I I don't know. Uh, somebody else told me that there was a wild deck with it, but it's still playable ish in Reno Mage. But man, I struggle a little bit with Reno Mage. I don't know if it's. Even... I don't even believe people who say it's still playable, even though everyone's telling me it's still playable. Now nah, they're all liars. I I kind of feel like I agree with you there. <laughs> The problem is, is that like Control Warrior got like stealth nerfed, right? So if Control Warrior is just not a thing anymore, and Reno Mage is, doesn't though. have a lot of good matchups at that point, because I mean it would a really good matchup against Control Warrior, and if that's gone, it's kind of rough after that point. So that's the only nerfed card I kept was Doctor Boom, and now I feel a little silly. Oh, I think it's still good. I don't. I, I mean, it was, it was being played today on GM. I didn't get to watch it, but they were playing Control Warrior in GM, so. And that was with the discover change already yep. enacted. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that did kind of get hit twice, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Control warrior got hit harder than any other class. That's for sure. Which I mean, I don't think with anyone's crying about change. that, right? Like, good. <laughs> no, make them make the control deck just worse and worse and worse until people actually. I've never seen anyone play the warrior quest. I have. I have seen it, and it's bad. But we can talk it about that bad. a little bit here. Yeah. So. 
Each week, we surf Reddit, accept friend requests, and read the comments section of YouTube videos to ask Hearthstone fans, Why are you so salty? Let's get salty! So, as, as always, this comes from, well, not always, but nearly always, this comes from Reddit. Comes from the, uh, thread. I welcome the new Discover change, but I really hope we get a dust refund for cards like Frightened Flunky, Stonehill Defender, Nether Spite Horistorian, man, that's a deep cut, Omega Assembly, etc. Goes on to say, This kind of change really calls for dust refunds since class <laughs> cards have been acknowledged by the devs as being, on average, better minions. Example, Fierce Monkey compared to Silverback Patriarch. This has a significant impact on a top-tier deck, and I hope we can do something with all the flunkies that we won't run anymore. I crafted many of the Discover cards specifically for their class card interactions, and I don't think a dust refund is that much to ask for. So, <laughs> first, um, the dust refund... Say, just say you had all the Discover cards. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I think we probably do. Yeah, probably. Uh, all, the, all the standard Discover cards. Regular, no Goldens. Uh, that's 27,920 dust. <laughs> uh, so? That seems perf- perfectly reasonable. I deserve my 27,000 dust. <laughs> <laughs> if you have all uh, of especially these... Especially Nether... Oh, yeah, Nether Spite Historian. That's... What a cut. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm not... I forgot that card existed till just this moment when I was reading that. But, uh... Yeah, why? They didn't nerf the card. They just changed a effect that they made the effect better. Like it was a bummer card to play against. Like the the, the class bonus sucked. I mean, it made discover like annoying to play against instead of fun to play against and fun to play even. Because when you're like when you're salty, you didn't get like the you know you didn't get the flunky or you didn't get the armagadillo or you didn't get the tarum. Or you didn't get the Tyrion stuff like Omega Assembly stuff like the Discover a Mech for Boom. Like, I am happy that this change was made. Yeah, I think it was a little ridiculous the amount of times you could discover Tomb Warden in the Warrior game because Omega Assembly discovered a Mech. <laughs> Tomb Warden's a Mech. Yeah. Uh, Flunky discovered a Mech. Tomb Warden or a Taunt Minion. Tomb Warden's a Taunt Minion, and then uh, your Hero Power from Boom discovered him as well so it was like they're just dropping three sixes with taunt all game all game with, don't forget so with like, rush uh, after boom comes down <laughs> exactly so i'm happy to see it go for the most part but you know what i understand people being upset but the dust refunds a little a little much yeah just a, so, a little bit but i'll be happy to round down i'll accept twenty five thousand dust reasonable yeah thank you i thought so as well I don't think it would be horrible to be like, here's, you know, 500 dust, 600 dust, something like if they wanted to be like, here's the thing, because we made a change because there's no way to address how broad this hits. But also the cards that I was talking about earlier, the special case cards, there are, I think, 13 in standard and 11 or 12 in wild that this doesn't this change doesn't apply to. So I think you were talking about that off before we started recording. I mentioned it well, real yeah, any- briefly in the um in my first good. Oh, okay. Anything that discovers a minion, it affects. Anything that doesn't discover a minion, it doesn't affect. If it discovers a spell, it doesn't affect that. You know, if it discovers a weapon, it doesn't affect that. So it's only going to affect cards that discover minions. Anything rogue discovers, because you're hopefully not picking something from your own class. Um, yeah. So. And then just now thinking about nether spite is trying to get draconoid operative. Remember how hated that oh, card don't was? Even, I don't even want to think about it. 
You know what? Everyone should just get two golden nether spites as like your <laughs> I like that. That would, that would be fine. It, it makes other golden cards. That fits my criteria for keeping it. I'd just be happy if like we could just like burn Draconid off like operative in effigy, right? Like they just like like Blizzard HQ that like a giant like Wicker Man, you know, secret agent coming through and they like blew it up in smoke one day. Uh, that would be enough for me actually. I also want to say I think any post loses credence immediately when they compare something to Silverback Patriarch. <laughs> uh, one four with taunt. Yeah, like a three right. mana one four taunt. Beast. Yeah, beast. Yeah, Cthulhu's disciples strictly better. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. I played a deck with Cthulhu's disciple in it. What was that? It was a uh, wild Reno mage for a while there when I first came back to the game. That was that was a fun deck. I'm probably thinking of the wrong card. I'm thinking of the two mana one four taunt that helps Cthulhu out. Uh, if you want, you can uh, be a jerk and correct me and throw him and throw him Oh, he will. You're not the boss of me, Dano. Next time, how about you keep your ominous predictions to yourself? You jerk. All right, lore is for nerds. Mm, this one's a real page turner. All right, so we are going in a little bit slightly different direction as we continue running down the League of Explorers because our feature this week is Elise Starseeker, who appeared first in Hearthstone before she did actually appear in WoW in the uh, Rise of Ashara patch for Battle for Azeroth, which by my limited WoW knowledge, I mean galaxy brain expert knowledge is fairly recently isn't okay so okay i thought yes so elise was hearthstone first okay cool yep uh but she can now be found on mechagon island in wow um, ah which we all know exactly where mechagon island is of good course mechagon island uh had so uh, many good memories of going to mechagon island and, and killing crabs maybe <laughs> murlocs all those mechagon island murlocs the or those mech so all those mechs on Mechagon, Mermi, sorry, go on. <laughs> so um, <laughs> due to uh, a lot of her lore comes from the cards and the flavor text and uh, a little bit of story stuff, mainly from the uh, debut adventure, the actual League of Explorers solo content. We don't know terribly much about her history other than she taught young druids for a time before being a League adventurer. And uh, she still has that tolerance for immature minds today. Is that a Reno? Um, that a Reno joke? It's the flavor text for the new Elise hero, I think. Oh, you think um, that's a joke at Reno? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. So to clarify on something that came up on last week's lore, uh, the League of Explorers is confirmed to be the same exact entity as the Explorers League or the Explorers Guild. However, it's assumed that when you say it in the way the league of explorers that it's specifically talking about these four people and the hearthstone adventures but they oh. are the same group in general so the Le so like there's a venn diagram of league of explorers is smack dab in the middle of the <laughs> yeah correct the explorers guild okay yep okay so elise codenamed the cartographer oh that's a sweet code Ooh. name 
is the brains behind many of the exploits of our dear league, including, but not limited to, drawing the map to the golden monkey, her absolutely safe and reasonable decision to bring what's basically a kid's scout troop camping down in Angoro Crater. I and think it was pretty safe. Dinosaurs! Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also the recovery of the staff of origination in their debut. So those three pieces of the staff were found in Uldaman, in the ruined city in Stranglehorn, and in Old Doom. Ooh. And for some trivia, if you look at the full art of the original Elise Star Seeker card from the uh, League of Explorers Adventure, there's two maps on the table in front of her. And those maps are Stranglethorn and Old Doom. So there That's was kind of a cool. four-year lead um, hint like, hey, look where we're possibly maybe going to get lucky enough to be by the time people remember what this place is. <laughs> you think they were just like, hey, I don't even, want, I don't even know. If they, if they thought that far ahead, like, my hat is off to you. You know, it's actually really interesting because I, I've brought it up uh, i think once or twice here but in general that magic is like seven sets or seven yeah. years ahead at least in preliminary design so it's really not unreasonable to think that they had an idea that they would want to go here down and if that was a a kind of easter egg that they planted then like good on them that's that's well done. i like your optimism that you think team five is like thinking years in advance instead of just kind of like you know, pants on fire. Okay, what are we doing next set? Let's see. Uh, Elise again. <laughs> Maybe not planned, but it was, you know, you know the, the term like throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Maybe it's just some, <laughs> some splatters of sauce that's happened to be left up there. I think by the time they're done with Hearthstone, there's going to be at least 13 different cards named Elise. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, I would not be surprised by that at all. I'm not going to lie. When they first started like reusing stuff already, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of a bummer. And then like the flavor of this set, I'm like, yeah, no, give me more. I need more Reno. I need more Elise. These characters are super fun. I need to be able to build a deck that has all of the minions are Elise, and then the spells can be whatever. But I, I want, want a Reno deck with Elises. 30 Renos. That's what I want. I want to I run a Reno deck with 30 Renos. And then they're all inactive. <laughs> It is pretty cool that you can play three Elises and two Renos in the same deck. No, wait, you can't because you, Reno and Elises are in different classes. That's a bummer. Well, yeah, if there's you... got to be a, some way to abuse that. Well, you one's can get in Mage. Four of them. And... Yeah, you yeah, can get four. Reno, there's... We tried. <laughs> you can get two Finleys in the same deck, too. You can. Yes. This is going to be a good week for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that fuse thing. Oh, sweet. Uh, Craig, you are introing Dano vs. Magooch vs. Craig in Canada. Oops. It's Craig of Canada, and I will have you be at it if you continue <laughs> mispronouncing it. <laughs> That's a perfect, perfect right there. We just use that. Just use it. I, did you like my little uh, shrug emoji there? No, I saw it. For, for the listeners, he, he was very snide with his body language. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I assume you are both a Craig in Canada as well as a Craig of Canada. Oh, you'd be surprised. all right so i put out a call or fred put out a call this afternoon asking for questions for the rope and people answered so that's kind of a weird feeling and thank you very much i really appreciate (laughs) that i mean we all really appreciate it and we're humbled actually um so question one 
making and accepting friend requests slash how to be social in a game as limiting in Hearthstone. I.e., it, it's assumed by everyone that your opponent is a jerk, but almost everyone I know who plays Hearthstone is nice. So what the heck? I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, I assume that everyone I'm playing against is a jerk and that everyone I'm friends with that plays Hearthstone is nice. <laughs> That's so true. Everyone hates yeah. me. <laughs> the thing for me is everybody hates me because I emote a lot. A lot. Well, <laughs> I squelch, so I don't, I, I, would do never, I, don't, I don't know you do that. So <laughs> you can emote all you want. It wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> the um, first thing I do is squelch my opponent. So <laughs> emote to your heart's content. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think there's tension between, um, how do you, you know, offer that friend request, whether you won or lost, it's easy to be like, I won, be friends with me. And they're like, well, I lost, maybe I didn't have a good time or I lost, but I thought the game was fun. So, you know, it, making that determination at first is even difficult. If you, if I think I had a really fun game, like I'll try send one. Um, I, I wish I could see how many pending friend requests Oh, that you have outgoing? Yeah. I wish I could see how many pending friend requests I have because I bet you for every one friend request that gets accepted, like I have nine or ten that just gets flat out ignored. Yeah, I, I send friend requests out all the time. Like if it was a fun game, I'm sending a friend request. If they're playing a cool deck, I'm sending a friend request. Like if I, they have I, a cool username, not? if they have like I, I send so mm-hmm. many friend requests to people with like magic related um, usernames. There's like Kraj and... Oh God, I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but like a good username is usually worth a friend request. One of my first friends in Hearthstone, I friend request accepted in Hearthstone. I think it was before I even like got hooked into like the Dills community, which is where like most of us kind of met. And it was their uh, username was capital N lowercase a capital C lowercase L. So it was Salt. That's that's the uh, N A C L is the uh, the the how do you, it's salt and chemistry or whatever. Nerd. I thought that was the, I thought that was the funniest thing I ever saw. So I like immediately to them a friend request. And I was like, I love your name. That's kind of how cool I am. And they accepted. <laughs> they were very cool. We played a Cthune Druid, uh, mirror. It was lots of fun. Wow. The fact that you remember that is mind blowing. I don't, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know why it was over my lunch. It was, it was over my. It was over a lunch at work one day. Ham and oh. cheese on marbled rye, and <laughs> no, I'm sure it was like pizza from Andreas or something like that in the Skyway. But it's usually what I have for lunch if I didn't bring lunch. So, so if you're in so, Minneapolis and you haven't had Andreas pizza, go eat Andreas pizza. <laughs> it's super good. I'm <laughs> just saying, the mac and cheese, mac and cheese pizza is great. Just anyways, moving on. <laughs> so if I get one, unless I've got a really good feeling that it's going to be a good interaction, sometimes I'll just sit on it for a couple of days and then you can accept it and they either won't say anything right away or they'll forget why they were upset. And then you just have extra padding for when people get the 80 gold quests or people want to spectate you. So I actually filled up my friends list pretty quick that way. But I just I just don't respond to like nasty stuff. Cause it's not worth like, there's enough things that'll get me tilted. I don't need to try and come up with some horrible rage. I constantly keep my friend at 190. I delete people as I go because there's no better feeling in the world to me than someone getting salty at me. I love, I get, I give whatever they give me. If they're polite, I'll be polite. If they're kind of being a jerk, then I'll kind of be a jerk back. And if they want to tell me to go die, 
I'll uh, say some stuff I'm not going to say on the podcast. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> the first thing I say when I either send a friend request or receive a friend request is GG. It's the first thing I do. I start with, you know, good game. And that's a betune for later. <laughs> that's, that's, that's coming another day. But the yeah. first, cause I figure it's polite, right? Like, yeah, GG, good game. Like, yeah, I can get, I usually do that too. I never thought of that, but I do normally do that. Yeah, it's just polite. Whether it's actually a good game or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's like saying thank yeah. you when someone gives you something. Maybe you don't really want what they gave you, but you still say thank you. It's manners. It's, it's like saying thank you when they misplay. I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you played me, you'd be saying thank you a lot. You know what? I probably shouldn't admit this, but for someone that like pretty much auto squelches everyone, I, I emote a little bit. Uh, when I'm when I, they play right into my next turn, I'll be like, oh, thank you. Well wow. There's wow, no better wow. feeling than saying thank you right before rat trap triggers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot tell you the number of games where I'm like, okay, I know that secret's rat trap. Don't play into it. And then it's like, oh, I played in the rat trap. <laughs> the nice part about playing Rogue is usually I can trigger it and then sap it. And they're like, crap, I don't want to waste six mana to play this again. That happened yeah. to me today. I said thank you as it triggered. And they sapped it and said, well played. And I was like, ah, you win this one, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me because I was at work. But that is exactly what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next three quests are all Old Doom related. So... The next question is, what are our best and worst Old Doom quests? Magooch, what is your best, your favorite quest? Corrupt the Waters. I know it's, like, too good, um, but it's it's so fun, and it makes for some really satisfying lethals when you're just uh, hero power, life drinker, trigger, trigger, cobalt lackey, trigger, trigger, dead. <laughs> you it's sound like fun. a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger, trigger. <laughs> oh, I was like, what are you talking about? I, I, yeah. Sorry. I'm so used to, like, I, it's take. magic terminology. Where, you know, this, this seeing trigger and pointing at stuff all the time. I got, um, I was playing like 5K, so I got into a little bit into competitive tournament magic and where you have to be super precise about all that stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun and very powerful. And it's not terribly hard to um, complete. Uh, you're usually doing it with like novice engineers and stuff, minions that aren't all that great on their own. But then if you draw those later, drawing two cards for two mana is, well, technically it's four, but you're playing other stuff in your turn. It's still, yeah. still good. I don't think it's overpowered either. I think it's, it, it's perfect. I think it's a, a pretty good power level. I think that. it's the perfect I th quest. I think it's really good right now because of lackeys. Um, I think without like the super cheap battle cries you get with lackeys, I don't think it would be that good at all, actually. So I don't mind the power level I, level of a card. I think it's super good, um, but I don't think it's broken, which is unfortunate because I'm hoping it gets nerfed because I have a golden one that I opened. It was like the first quest they gave me for free was this golden shaman quest. So I really hope it gets broken at some point so I can get all that dust. <laughs> no, that's but, right. I remember telling you I wouldn't want one because it doesn't make golden minions. <laughs> oh, but it's such a good golden quest because uh, you lose your golden hero power when uh, when you uh, that's transform. True. Oh, do yeah. you? You yeah. do. Even when it's golden? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, it overrides. Oh, no, no. Well, if you, like, no. If you don't have the golden card, then yeah, your hero, even if you have the golden hero power and then you play the regular quest it'll transform into a wooden hero power 
Oh, weak sauce. Yeah. My first golden class was shaman. Now we haven't well, I put a lot of sense actually. Um so my favorite quest is the uh warrior quest, hack the system. <laughs> so attack You're five lying. times with your hero. The reward is Anrafet's core. Uh two mana summon a four or three golem. This is my favorite quest because whenever I see this played on ladder, I know I'm gonna win. So <laughs> Thanks to everyone playing the Warrior Quest. I really appreciate that. I just padded my stats. Really appreciate it. Not that good of a player. Take the wins where I can get them. And my <laughs> my favorite quest is definitely Quest Hunter. Uh, I love it. I'm currently working on a wild version. Uh, I just it's an incredible quest, and I cannot stop playing it. Yeah, I would implore you to share the wild version once you uh finalize it because i would definitely take that out as well it's getting there like i i get i got some wins but it's still below 50 percent. so i'm trying to i'm trying to work it up and then worst quest would everyone so it's probably a toss-up between hack the system and the mage quest forget what that's called raid the sky temple raid the sky temple thank you uh they're both pretty bad i bet you would you say the warrior quest is worse though I at least you, because Oh, I mean, yeah. At least you can complete the mage quest, though. Like, completing the warrior quest is just difficult. It's difficult, and it feels like the first uh, discard warlock, where by the time you get it online, it's not good enough. Oh, the three twos that never end that aren't good? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can, I mean, you can make two of them a turn with the warrior, but they're, they're four threes, right? Like, that's not, I don't know. Maybe you can you can wear down some boards and and get them to stick around. It depends on what the deck rest of the deck looks like, but it just feels like it suffers from that same kind of thing. But by the time it's online, it's just not strong enough. Which is weird, right? Because Jaraxxus, a six six for one six six is great, right? Or it was great before it became unplayable. In, <laughs> in Wild, I've been playing. Uh, it's not good. Don't get me wrong, but I've been playing a version of. Uh, the quest warrior that has uh, it has both sulfurous and fool's bane in it, as well as violet illusionist to make you immune. So both of those weapons allow you to attack multiple times in a turn. Ah. So then you can just spam out four threes and then lose the game. But at least the opponent goes. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as you get a plan of attack, right? Yeah. So I get to make eight four uh, four four threes in a turn, but then the opponent goes well played, and I go, yeah, thanks, dude. And you know. And then... <laughs> You get some, Those yeah. are the best decks, though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I did what I I accomplished what I wanted to do. Now go ahead and beat me. <laughs> it's so weird because every like mage and warrior, mage and warrior got so left out compared to like you look at druid and shaman getting to do this crazy stuff, and then like here have an extra card once a turn. <laughs> well, and you know it wasn't a big deal when they were both really good, right? But like mage got just nerfed to the ground with I mean with both Luna's and Conjurer's calling. So that's oh, kind of unfortunate. I'm just talking but, about the quests. Like the quests are so underpowered compared to the other ones. Oh yeah. But I wouldn't mind that if, the, if like mage had a playable class right now, which I mean, I've tried to make Reno mage work and it's not bad, but I thought like, if the matchups were better, I think it's still be playable, but the, uh, so how about the best and the worst reborn cards? So, Hmm. I think, I don't know. Go first. Okay, well, the best one is Restless <laughs> Mummy, right? Like, it, I mean, it is. That's it's just the it's, best one. It's strong. Um, I would also put in a vote for uh, Ancestral Guardian. Uh, the the 
four two life steal life link what is it which game is this life steal it's, this um, is hearthstone uh it it gives you a lot of time to stabilize um and it's i'd say it's fairly strong especially in raps pally when you are i mean that's not a great deck right now by any stretch but making extra things to heal you up and give you a little more time to stabilize is, is pretty good and uh it doesn't seem to stick around very long whenever it hits all right and i personally love uh cartooth defender uh, especially for that Nizoth synergy in Wild, where you get two guitar Cartooth Defenders back for the price of one. Right. So yeah. I'm going to go with Cartooth Defender, Bone Wraith being a close second for me. All right. And then, worst uh, Reborn card, I'm going to say Colossus of the Moon, because I really, really love the idea of that card. <laughs> and I am so unhappy that it's not good. I knew it wouldn't be good. Because a big pile of stats that does nothing on the board that costs 10 mana is just never usually good. But I I want it to be good. And because it's not, I'm angry at it. I'm blaming the card for its not greatness. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I go with uh, Grand Mummy. It's the priest one. It's, uh, I think, 1-2. Death Rattle will give a minion plus 1 plus 1. It's just not strong enough of an effect. If you end up um, with not enough things on the board, they'll just clear it in a way that it doesn't do anything. And um, yeah, it's just dumb. Best art though, right? With like the grand mummy, like carrying the baby mummies. I don't know. Yeah, It's adorable. It's funner. I'm going to cheat here and go with a card that I don't know the name of, but the five mana eight, eight, that gives your opponent's minions reborn whenever they play one. Oh, oh I'd, call, I'd say that's a fair call. I haven't even tried that yet. I feel like it's in the in the bitter tide hydro type of. Oh, uh, I think it's. Well, it's just the problem is, is they play a taunt. Your five mana eight eight doesn't like. There's nothing now. You know what I mean? They get two taunt. I think yeah. it's a bad card. So I'm going with that one because I. I like all the, if not, I would have to be boring and say candle taker and just take the generic three mana three, two. So I'm going with, the, <laughs> I'm going with that one. I mean, I was even on the fence thinking Mermy, but it's got Murlocs energy. It's, you know, because it's a one, one that doesn't do anything else. It's just Firefly ruined one drops. Mermy's card great. Was so good. I love Mermy's Mermy. good. It is. Micro, it's not, it's not micro mummies kind bad. of the same way. Mermy's generous sees... mummy is obviously super bad, right? That says playing wild. <laughs> that's wild's fault <laughs> <laughs> wild all is right. an amazing place right now there's so so many things all right so and then last question best and worst league of explorer not card ability but coolness flavor as a character so what is your what is your favorite uh league of explorer explorer dino rider <laughs> brands brands just awesome riding riding big dinosaurs abusable i mean yeah i know it's not card ability and stuff but it's just it's super cool and his um his little section of the uh solo content um or of the um the lead-in brawl from last week was pretty neat yeah mine favorite is gonna have to be reno i just think like just portrayal of reno right now i think is it's kind of like a lovable dude bro is just it just hits me like my i just find it super funny like just tickles me for whatever reason like i find reno to be just really really funny and i just i've been enjoying the the reno character they have created over this uh the last set or so 
Yeah, and I'm going to go with Elise because, well, I've loved every Elise that's come out, and this one's no different. I love duplicating my hand. I love Malagos, so uh, Elise mm-hmm. has to be the go for me. I don't think we mentioned it, by the way. That was something that was that was uh, changed in the patch, too, that Elise now copies your hand in order instead of randomly, which, which I haven't played it, and I didn't realize it did I that. I did. It was super weird that it was it random. Is, like, w- I, it, so this was a, a fix to correct, like not a change. Oh yeah, um, it drove me insane. I was like, "Why is this random? It should just work like every other effect that does this works, right?" Like it just yeah, because you'd want to curate your hand in such a way that the the bad cards are not going to end up in your hand if you have too many or something like that. Yeah, it's, it was, it was just very strange. Yeah, yeah, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, my least favorite League of Explorer Explorer. Is that yeah, League of Explorer Explorer is also Reno because once again, like the white man gets to like be an idiot and also be like part of the team. Right. I'm just, just saying you just described me though. (laughs) (laughs) Just described all three of us. It's a personal attack in, in triplicate. Right. So like the other three are like super competent and awesome. And the Reno's like, look at me, white man. (laughs) So, yeah. So that's also my least favorite. I'm going to go, you know, I loved Sir Finley Murgleton. And Finley of the Sands now is just, it feels like they're pushing into Jar Jar territory. And I, I, oh, really? Not, yeah. I don't know. Finley's probably like Like, one of my favorites. Like, I love like the Finley. From from the original um, adventure, he was one of my favorites and he was an amazingly good card. So I am trying to leave card quality out of this and uh, i don't know it's just something's a little winky with him now and oh, I, don't I don't know, know. I plus it's might... hard to pick from only four which one's at the bottom so yeah well it's it's sad that you're so wrong but okay moving on <laughs> what do you think craig <laughs> i'm picking elise as, as my worst as well because she's always trying to ruin reno's good time when he's just playing with his gun <laughs> <laughs> just to swing it back my way <laughs> also what was with that that uh, the art for for um BlizzCon that, that, that advertisement yeah what is with that and I went and looked while I was doing the lore segment looked at like every other image we've had of Elise and it's nothing like any of the other pictures of her like well, I don't why, know what where is they the, pulled what that is art the from it's just not her it's just she's like um it's, it's like too, it's like as if they describe someone like called the artist and said hey here is what Elise looks like and they described her over the phone and then that person drew what they thought Elise was supposed to look like instead of just actually drawing what Elise looks like. Is it good? I mean, eh. it's not poor It's not quality, bad. It's just it's not, it's not she what looks she looks like. like. She looks like a, bu- a blue human instead of a dark elf. Yeah. Mm. Or a night elf or whatever. Night elf. Night elf, yeah. And, and the, the hair is weird, and, and it's just, it doesn't, it's incongruous with other appearances. Yeah. I guess that's the best way I could put it. Hmm. Yeah, it's not like it's bad art. It's just wrong. Um, poor Elise. Or, Fair All enough. right, um, we've gone super uh, long, but are we gonna? Should we talk about the quests still? We have, and I don't. I didn't have any time to do it. If you guys want to oh, go ahead, and can, but I got so bad. So, it was so much was fun during the week. I know, I know. That was my. I, quest. I still plan on doing it. I just don't have. It was Craig's quest? Did I just you hear don't that? have it finished. You That's insulted what I told you our two guest. weeks ago, and you were like, "I don't know if it's the same person." Well, I didn't know if it was the same person, and you insulted him. Look at that. He's crying. He's crying Insulted. right now. I want to. I want to explain to you that it's because I didn't have the time to give it's it. Because he I hates felt it Canada. Deserved. Do you he hates have Canada. the time? 
Uh, <laughs> nice Green Day reference. I appreciate that. I, Unless I'll, I'm totally wrong. I'll go over it super fast. I built an aggressive Paladin deck and it topped off at Zilliax. And I love it was it. fun. <laughs> How'd you do? <laughs> I went, I didn't, okay, I'm going to be on. I didn't put it on ladder because oh. Oh, I was ranked two at the time and I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing this. But I went into casual and I went three and two or two and hey. three, two and three, sorry. So it's pretty good though. Nice. It was okay. It's better than we've done with any of our quests. Yes, so I believe there were like what ten one drops there. That was a fairly <laughs> impressive number of one drops you fit into that deck. Well, the I thing is about hoping... one drops is you can you can just go up the line with them, and then your two drop just has to start with like a like an E. <laughs> I know it's kind of funny how it worked. I had a, I had kind of had a similar situation. And I was like, well, no, I should probably make mine a mid range deck. That'd probably be better. Uh, spoiler for next week: it wasn't better. Um, yeah, right. I was hoping I could build like a cheap Spellslinger mage deck and top out like questing adventure, but I haven't had enough time to, to sit down and spend more than literally 30 seconds with Hearthstone open. I had to play, um, I, I, I traded a uh, play a friend quest with Nate on my lunch break yesterday. I brought my laptop to work so I could get this quest that I promised him I'd do like three days ago. Nate Wolf? You could just play on your phone like a normal person. <laughs> no, no, a friend of ours. Oh. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I tried putting it back on my phone. It uh, it just gives me notifications like five times a day that says, unfortunately, Hearthstone has stopped, which <laughs> I didn't start it, so I don't know where that's coming from. Okay. I think I need a new phone. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's it for this week. If you like what you're listening to, tell a friend, share the pod on a social or in a Discord. Said this before, I'll say it again. You'd actually be stunned at how much uh, just telling someone you know uh, helps out our show and gets us out our name out there. We're still kind of a new podcast, and so like we just the support that we've been given already is just mind blowing. And a big thank you to all of you. So yeah, and I want to reiterate that real quick that I I'm the kind of guy who hates going on iTunes, so you won't get an iTunes review from me. I'm really sorry, <laughs> but I will tweet to the world about you guys because. Every I know for a fact that when you guys get a tweet, it it ups your morale so much. You're like, oh my god, this guy <laughs> I've so never does. heard of likes my show. It's yes. such a nice feeling, and like I know for sure that I've watched, I listened to you guys because someone else tweeted about you. I believe it was Mad at Arms. I might be wrong, but yeah, someone probably. tweeted about you, and I was like, okay, I'll check them out. And it turns out you're great. So listener, you <laughs> with the headphones you. on right there, please just make a quick tweet about them. That's it. That's all I ask. Yeah, listen to Craig. Craig's a good, smart human being. Yeah, Beautiful, yeah. wise. Yep. <laughs> well, if you are so inclined, and uh, unlike Craig, you are welcome to go to iTunes and give us a <laughs> review if that's something you'd like to do. We'd love to hear it. Um, yeah. Keep, uh, them, keep them coming. Yeah. So... As always, thank you to Enthralamon for putting together the art for our show. We appreciate it. You can follow us on Twitter at Squelchcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Danoplay. The O is a zero because I'm cool. You can follow me at underscore Magooch. And Craig, where can they find you? You can follow me at Craig of Canada on Twitter. Uh, and check out the podcast Into the Wild uh, if you like Wild Play, it's an exclusive Wild Hearthstone podcast. In fact, it's the first Wild exclusive podcast on the Information Superhighway. So check that out. Craig of Canada. Very Excellent. cool. 
You can email the Dragon Box by pointing your browser to squelchcast.gmail.com. Or your email client. And yeah, you can sure. give us a Sorry. quest by sending an email or tweeting at the show. Uh, do you think you can do a better job of announcing Dano versus Magooch? Prove it by sending us your best recording of Dano vs. Magooch, and we'll put it in the show. Thank you very much, everyone. And remember, this is a game, and games are supposed to be fun.